Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. And welcome back to the Lolly Carter Steelers podcast here on DKPittsburghSports.com. I'm Chris Carter. He's Dale Lolly. We're getting you ready for the Steelers being back this weekend. Had a bye last week. You know, got a little bit of time to chill, but we're back at it. And uh, Dale, all the buzz right now for the Steelers revolves a lot around guys who haven't played or might not be playing uh, soon. Of course, the top of the line being Melvin Ingram, the reports that he's requested a trade. Uh, Mike Tomlin spoke at Steelers practice Friday saying along the lines of, Hey, I've spoken to Melvin. I won't reveal what's happened there. Um, and he said the reason he hasn't practiced, he didn't practice Friday was because of a groin injury. What's your read on this Dale? You know, is this, is this a real beef that, that the Steelers Steelers should be concerned about, or is this something that, you know what, Melvin knows the deal. He's a veteran and he knew what the deal was coming in. And when he's back to healthy, if that's the issue going on, he will be, he will be back in the rotation. Yeah. I mean, he's part of their plans, obviously. Um, you know, even the last game, uh, you know, they, he was, he still played 17 snaps defensively. Um, Alex Highsmith played every snap. There were some extenuating circumstances there as well. Right. Uh, you know, you have to th- remember a uh, defensive coordinator, uh, Keith Butler, who's also the outside linebackers coach, in addition to being the outside linebackers coach and defensive coordinator in the last game was also handling the inside linebacker duties because Jerry Olsavsky's, uh, you know, the passing of Jerry Olsavsky's wife. Yeah. So, you know, you're, you're trying to manage not just one position group, but two and, over, and, and really three. Uh, the position coaches play a huge role in deciding who plays and how much uh, and what that rotation is going to look like. So, um, you know, if, if, if Melvin Gordon didn't play as many snaps as he would like last week, um, you know, he, he'd been playing a lot. Uh, yeah. You know, he still, he still played more snaps to this point in the season than, than Alex Highsmith. And I realized Highsmith missed a game uh, and he's not that far off of what TJ Watt has played. So, you know, you have the conversation if you're Mike Tomlin with with Melvin Ingram, say, hey, look, man, you're going to play. Uh, it's not a situation where you're not going to get snaps. You've played a lot of important snaps for us. You know, we're still waiting for Stefan to to get back and you've kind of helped fill that role a little bit. Is that is that extra edge rusher or extra interior rusher? Um, you know, when, when we've gone to that dime package, this would have been a good game to have a Melvin mm-hmm. Ingram. In fact, uh, as Mike Tomlin called him in, in, in the uh, preseason a run game bully uh, against a team like the Browns. So 
he's not, I don't think he's going anywhere. Um, you know, the Kansas city chiefs called the Steelers to see if he was, uh, in fact available and we're told, no, he's not. So, you know, it is what it is. It is it is one of those situations, but the Steelers do need that depth at that position. That was the whole point of getting a Melvin Ingram was so that, you know, all the guys that would be behind them wouldn't be required as much as they'd be like, you know, you'd play maybe four or five snaps a game. Um, and now you're in a situation where, like you said, now, now, you know, Melvin Ingram, who's officially listed as doubtful for this game. Um, TJ Watt and Alex Hythens are going to, they're going to have to eat up a lot of snaps against a team that loves to run the ball. This Browns team, Dale, um, you know, last week without Nick Chubb and without Kareem Hunt, we're able to, to, to run the ball consistently against the Broncos. Granted, the Broncos have been playing a lot worse football on um, the last. Well, the Broncos weeks. didn't have the Broncos were missing six linebackers for that game. They, they, they were. That, that's, that's another part. Like, that's another part. The, every inside linebacker on their roster was hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, they were signing guys off the street to play inside linebacker. I, I don't look at that, uh, you know, necessarily. They're not they're not going to run like that against the Steelers. They haven't run like that really. Um, you know, Chubb's good. There's yep. no ifs, ands, or buts about it. But he, Chubb is not a high volume running back. They haven't made him, you know, he hasn't been a guy that's gotten 30 or 35 carries. Uh, that's not been, you know, what his, his thing is. And, and the Browns want to have balance. They want about a 50 50 split run to pass um, ratio. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. Um, you know, the Steelers are not a great run stopping team. They weren't last year either. What they are is an opportunistic run-stopping team. You know, they'll, they'll give up a five-yard run and then a six-yard run and then a five-yard run, and then it'll be a two-yard loss. And when they get you for the two-yard loss, that's when they've got you in, in, in the down and distance that they want you in. You know, so they'll shoot the gaps and they'll take some chances and guys might get out of position. We might see a little less of that this week after, you know, Seattle gashed them a little bit in the, in the run game in that third quarter last week. What happened in the fourth quarter? Steelers started, you know, getting mm-hmm. those stops behind the line of scrimmage. All of a sudden now you, you put uh, the, the Seahawks in, in passing situations and you let the, the pass rush uh, eat a little bit. So, you know, it, it's not always going to be pretty, um, but, you know, it, it's all about getting those tackles for a loss and, and then making things happen off of that. Yeah, that, that's going to that's going to be a big part of it. Now, Dale, you know, you wrote a piece about Devin Bush. Um, and how he needs to take the step up uh, soon for the Steelers. And this would be a heck of a week to do it. They need him to st- help stuff the run. What have you seen out of him that's played into it? Because Mike Tomlin, when asked about this on Tuesday, was basically like, you know, it's a mix of things. Yes, him and Joe Schobert could play a little bit better, but also the guys in front of them haven't made things easy. When I look at the tape, I see Devin Bush getting hit early and often by offensive linemen at the second level um, and that making it harder. But there's also times, yeah, he could step up in a little bit more in a situation. I just think it's it's – it's not as easy as, you know, as just lining up out there and just go run and hit uh, to, to be a playmaker. There's a lot that goes into it. What do you see that Devin Bush has to do to be a better linebacker? And especially in this game where the Browns are going to test running the ball. Yeah. Stay in your gap. It's, it's the same for everybody. Really. It's the same for, you know, Cam Hayward, Isaiah Bugs, uh, you know, Chris Wormley, those guys have to take on blocks and, and stay in their gap. Uh, you know, the inside linebackers as Keith Butler noted on Thursday, you can't get those guys freed up every play because sometimes the, the offensive uh, uh, rushing scheme has somebody who accounts for the inside linebackers. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be the case. Slip those blocks, make your play or stay in your gap and just string things out to the sideline. You know, and if, you know, if you don't give anything up, there's no cutback lane 
uh, the back is, you know, maybe he just runs out there and gets two yards. Well, that's a win for your defense. You know, you may not have necessarily gotten the tackle, but you did your job. Do your job. Your job is to, to string that, string things out to the sidelines or if it's to set the edge or whatever it may be, do that job and do it to the best of your ability. Don't try to do too much. Don't try to jump into somebody else's gap. Don't try to, to you know, oh, I think that play's going there and, and not trust your eyes. You have to trust your eye. You know, what you're, you're seeing with this, you can't allow yourself to get out of your gap. Yeah, that's the, that's the bottom line here is gap response assignment football. Uh, Chris, it's funny. Chris Wormley said that on Monday when we talked about him. Mike Thomas said that on Tuesday. Devin Bush talked about that. Everybody's you think talking they've about been preaching that a little bit, just a little bit, you know. Yeah. But, but here's the one thing that you've that you, I mean, you've covered the Steelers for forever. When they preach something like that, usually there's something that comes to fruition on that front. Like when I when yeah. I start hearing hearing you know Mike Tomlin, Keith Butler, this guy, that guy, that guy, that guy, that means that that situation is about to improve. Yeah, typically. I mean, you know, you know, guys get into to some bad habits if you don't pre, you can you could talk about it, but then you have a bad game or bad tackling. And, you know, the, the tackling, everybody looks at well, you know, the, the safeties had a bad day tackling. Well, if you let the running back hit the line of scrimmage yeah. going 60 miles an hour and then expect the safeties to come up and get those guys on the ground when they're when they're at full speed, that's not always going to work out well. You got to slow these guys down. You got to make them stop, you know, stutter, chop their feet behind the line of scrimmage. Once the running back starts chopping his feet behind the line of scrimmage in the NFL, it's over. Yeah. 99% of the time, it's over. Yeah. And, and that's that's the whole thing is a lot of this has to happen up front, which is why it's going to be a very big concern if this if the Steelers defensive front can't can't get a hold on this game. You know, most likely no Melvin Ingram. We know Stefan too. It's not, you know, still isn't on, you know, on his way back anytime soon. Um, what's the answer for this defensive front? You know, Cam Hayward's been phenomenal. TJ Watt's been phenomenal. Alex Highsmith looked really good against Seattle. Um, but Chris Wormley, Isaiah Bugs, Carlos Davis is on IR now. Um, Henry Mondo, uh, you know, they, the biggest thing I think that uh, the biggest hope that I've seen as far as some of the under under guys, Isaiah Loudermilk has played a little bit better, but they need someone to step up there and just you don't need to be a playmaker. Just take on take on double teams and lock them down and keep your linebackers clean. Do you think that that they're going to be able to find a guy who can help do that better? Well, you know, Bugs is the guy who they're looking at as that nose tackle. Mm -hmm. um, and again, if you're going to be that guy moving forward, you got to start to show it. You can't yeah. jump in the wrong gap. And I saw a lot of that from him in the last game, mm -hmm. guessing and, and trying to, you know, don't guess, do your job, right. do what you're supposed to do. And I, you know, I think that's what they were pounding the drum on those guys with this week. I expect the run defense to be better. Again, Nick Chubb's a talent. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. They're off. Cleveland's offensive line is good, uh, but you have to be able to set things up to get those tackles for a loss. You have to get them into third and eights, third and sevens, even third and six. Uh, you know, if you can do that, uh, you know, the Steelers can win this game. I agree. It's going to be a big, uh, big step for the team in either direction. Three, at three and three, the Browns at four and three. You have a chance to, to reassert yourself uh, into the division, into the division. And you have the Brown, uh, the, excuse me, the Bears and Lions coming up. You're able to win this game. You got some two teams that are very beatable with the way that they've played. Uh, and, you know, this could be the gateway to getting yourself to six and three at some, you know, in a few weeks. And then everyone's looking around and say, wait a minute, where the Steelers come from? So it all starts this week. We'll get to our, our previews and predictions along with all the other Sunday games right after this. Thank you. 
we brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Back here on the Lolly Carter Steelers podcast. I'm Chris Carter here with Dale Lolly. We're keeping it rolling here on the DKPittsburghSports.com podcast platform. And you can download this on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere podcasts are hosted. We thank those who enjoy our content. Remember, it's not just Steelers. We cover Pirates, Penguins, uh, Pitt, Penn State, all the things Pittsburgh's right here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast platform. All right, Dale, let's roll into our picks here. Dale, I got the upper hand on you last week because – I don't know that you did. You you picked the Dolphins. You picked the Dolphins, and I picked the Falcons. You 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 fell you fell for the Dipsy there. Uh, you yeah, picked the Chiefs. I, I, I picked the Titans. Uh, you fell for the Dipsy there. Um, what were the other ones that we did here? Da, 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 da. I think the only one that you saved yourself on was that you picked the Colts and I picked the Niners. That's the only one that you got got up on me. But all the other that one ones, counts as two. No, oh yeah, yeah, of course the one that you win counts as two. That's how that's how it works. I know. <laughs> I picked an underdog. That's a. Uh, Get get out of here with that mess. There, there ain't I no, there ain't no point to win. There's there ain't no points for there ain't no points for that. Oh, get, you get won one out of six weeks this year, so don't let's not start patting yourself. Excuse on me, the that's back. three out of six weeks. So you need to calm oh, yourself down. We're actually seven weeks in, pal. So it's four three. Well, okay, so you said three out of six. And what is it? Three or four? Three or four? Make up your mind. And you you, you don't numbers. even have three. <laughs> you can't even count the three. <laughs> one two seven. Uh, <laughs> Um, all right, that's that, that's that Pittsburgh uh, school district uh, education there. Uh, hey, 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 don't be coming <laughs> out to Pittsburgh public schools. I went to Taylor Alderdice. Get out of here, man, with the dice and all that. Anyways, anyways, anyways let's, let's let's get into this right here. Um, Sunday, Halloween, it all it all gets going. Uh, NFC South showdown, three and four Panthers at three and three Falcons. The fan, the 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 fan, the Panthers, the Panthers have been reeling. With the way that they've been playing, Sam Donald got benched last week. Christian McCaffrey still hurt. Their defense is all banged up. I'm going with the Falcons. They're at home. I think they're going to be able to play better in this game. I think Matt Ryan's going to just give them more with what Kyle, he's starting to connect with Kyle Pitts. That'll be good enough to beat the Panthers. Yeah, the Panthers are in a bad spot. The Falcons, however, have beaten the Jets, yes, the mm-hmm. Giants, mm-hmm. and the Dolphins. Yep. Let's not pretend they're a good football team. I'm, I'm not pretending. <laughs> uh, you know, there's some really bad teams in the league. The Falcons, I guess, are slightly ahead of that. I'll take the Falcons, too. Yeah, a weird one. Here's a survivor pick, pick potential here. Dolphins at Bills. I mean, do we even need to waste time on this one? Dale? Bills. Yeah. <laughs> now, here's here's one that would have been great in the 80s. Uh, San Francisco 49ers at the Chicago Bears. Niners 2-4, and four, Bears 3-4. and four. Niners have been tough to figure out for me. There's times that I think like they have potential, but they don't live up to it. Well, you, Bears, you have the Bears figured out, right? You said they're a playoff team. Listen, man. 
you want to keep coming at me for, for saying I think that they could stand a chance to make the playoffs back before the season even started. And I told you then that they stink. And guess what? What do they do? They, they're stinking. They're stinking. They're stinking. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. But you know what? They're winning this week. They're getting back to 500. The Niners should, yeah, should have been able to win the last week. They've let, me, they've let me down so many doggone times. It's ridiculous. Justin Fields, go in there and do the doggone thing. Send the Niners you know who's down not playing this five. week for the Bears? Who's not? Oh, that, oh, that's right. Khalil Mack isn't playing. I take Khalil it all Mack back. Khalil Mack is out. Yeah, You already it. picked nope. the Bears. No, nope. I'm allowed. Hey, listen, buddy, I run this game show. I, you ain't Alex Trebek. I'm Alex Trebek. I call when I get to make the final answer. You weren't Regis Feldman. You didn't come in and you say. You already said it. You know, you didn't come in and say final you answer. Already said final it. Final answer. You made you your pick. You, you made listen, your pick. I'm going with the Niners. Uh, now. I forgot about Cleo now. Mack. I forgot about Cleo Mack. Get out of here. Niners. I'm going Niners. You're going Niners. There we go. You can't. You can't. You can't go back in your pick. You have the Bears. I have the Niners. What are you talking about? If this is you have the playoff bound Bears. The playoff bound Bears. So so I take it. I take it. You have the Bears. No, I was going to try and rabbit. I've, if I picked the Bears yet to see, I don't know if I picked the Bears this season. <laughs> You're all over the Bears. No, I'm I'm on the Niners. I'm on the Niners. Get out of here. Uh, we're saving the Steelers Browns game for last, of course. As the Bears, Eagles at Lions. Eagles two and five. Lions zero oh and seven. I'm going with the home team here, Dale. The Eagles have been hovering around and stinking, and they have two two measly wins. The Lions have been just close to getting some win, to getting some several wins this year. I think this is the week that Dan Campbell breaks it. He'll probably end up crying after this post game press conference too. Uh, just just so happy and tears of joy. But uh, the Eagles, Miles Sanders on the IR. That was he was like the last chance they had of any hope of balancing the offense to to help Jalen Hurts out. They don't uh, even try. They, they don't even try. But then the good thing when he was healthy, they didn't even use him. So I'm going. I'm going with the Lions. I think they find a way to win this one at home and break that seven game losing streak. I'm picking the Lions as well. And I think here I'm going to go out on a limb and say your boy Jalen Hurts gets benched in this game. Oh wow! I, I, Gardner I, I, Minshew is now the number two quarterback in in, uh, in Philadelphia after the. Uh, Joe Flacco trade. Uh, that's going to be awfully tempting for Nick Sirianni. He's going to be looking over there and going, do I continue to watch Jalen Jalen Hurts miss open wide receivers down the field? Or do I go to the guy who can actually throw the football? I'm going to go to the guy who can throw the football. Can Gardner Minshew throw the football? Because he a had hell a of a lot better than Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts stinks. He stinks. He but stinks. Gardner Minshew ain't no, ain't no good player stinks. either. Like there He's were a, a better player weeks, than Jalen Hurts. He, there were a couple weeks where because Leonard Fournette was blowing it up and then no one was trying to cover anybody for the Jaguars. Like Gardner Minshew, he's the man. And then when everyone's like, hey, let, let's apply some, some coverage back there. He was like, he was stinking up the joint too. Better but, player than Jalen Hurts. I wouldn't go there. I, yeah, Jalen Hurts stinks. Like Jalen Hurts ain't, 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 ain't all that. He's a good Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is the Jaylen worst quarterback. Jalen Hurts is the worst quarterback is still hurting in the NFL. Like crushed him in fantasy with Jalen Hurts. Hurts is the That's worst quarterback. Why are you defending Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts stinks. I'm not. I'm not defending. You, you, you love the Bears and Jalen Hurts. The Bears and Jalen Hurts. That's mad. you. You mad. He's the worst quarterback <laughs> in the league. He's the worst quarterback. I'm talking quarterback guy throwing the football. He is the worst in the NFL right now. Worst. Can you argue that? Worst quarterback. Worst quarterback. Worse than two. Tua throws better than him. Tua beat him out. He's this a reason. Is true. Tua, Tua's reason, Tua's Chase, reason Tua, why he wasn't but, in Alabama anymore. But, you know, but to the way Tua's been playing in, in Miami, he's been rough. Um, Sam Darnold. I mean, Sam Darnold ain't exactly no no great player. Sam, either. I would, I would, uh, Sam Darnold's better than Jalen Hurts throwing the football. 
throwing the foot, being doing quarterback things, not running around. Jalen Hurts a great athlete. Jalen Hurts is not a quarterback. So what is he then? He's going to be benched soon. That's what he's going to be. <laughs> he's going to he's going to be benched. See, I just I don't know if I, if I'm going that far and saying the worst in in the NFL. I mean. Jimmy Garoppolo ain't, ain't, ain't doing too well I'd right take, now. I'd take, I'd take Jimmy, and I think Jimmy stinks, but I'd take Jimmy over Jalen Hurts. Man, that's not, that sounds Jaylen harsh. Jalen Hurts, he has no vision whatsoever. He has None. 10 touchdowns and four interceptions. That's actually not no that vision. bad. He stinks. Watch him play. I know. I watch, watch him play. Watch him I'm, play. I'm not here to say that he's he's some savant, quarterback savant. That's, that's not, I, honestly, I I don't see that. I don't see Daniel Jones being that much better, Dale. Like I, I look at, I, I look here he and I'm stinks. like, I mean, Daniel he Jones stinks. stinks, man. They all stink, but Jalen Hurts was the worst. This, this is He's all because Dale got beat by my fantasy. It has team nothing led to do by with Jalen Hurts. Has nothing to do with it. He uh, stinks. He can He he. This He's only not, got strong after that week. Anyway, He's we got, not an NFL quarterback. <laughs> We gotta They're keep fooling rolling. themselves if they think he is. We we got to keep it rolling here. Uh, another survivor pick here: Rams over Texans. Nobody's picking the Texans. You out of your mind? Um, AFC South showdown here: Titans at five and two at the three and four Colts. Colts got a big win for you last week, Dale. Are you doubling up with them this week? No. <laughs> he like looked at me like I was crazy. Like he was like, "What? what did you really ask me that?" Like, uh, yeah, I'm going with the Titans too. They're just they're playing good football. The Colts, eh, not, not not as much. Um, another potential survivor pick here: five and two Bengals at one and five Jets. <laughs> I, mean, I have a bet on uh, the Locked On NFL podcast with uh, that I do with on Fridays with your boy Q. I, I have bet now that if the Jets win this game, I have to wear green and white face paint on the show on YouTube. So hopefully the Bengals do what they're supposed to do in this game. If they if they fall through and they and they lose the Jets, I'm going to be furious next week. Yeah, Mike White's not beating the Bengals. <laughs> it's Mike White. That's right. That's why I made that bet. I'm like, there's no way I can lose. There's just, there's just no way. You know, I understand, you know, if it were Jalen Hurts, you know, then maybe you'd pick him, but <laughs> Mike White. So, wait, wait, is, is Mike White better than Jalen Hurts? Mike Mike White's not a regular starter, though. He's not a team starter. He's a backup. That doesn't count. I'm talking about the, thir- the 32 <laughs> starting quarterbacks in the league. Jalen Hurts is the worst thrower of the football of that group. Okay. He's the worst quarterback right. of All that right. group. Three and four Patriots at four and two Chargers. Uh, Patriots playing a little bit better football the last couple of weeks. Uh, Matt Jones. Oh, come starting- on now. That's the, the Patriots of the Patriots wins this year. <laughs> They've beaten the jets twice. Yes. And they beat the uh, Houston Texans and they had the rally to do that. And they all, they almost beat the Cowboys. You know in, what they in call most winning a loss. They call it. Uh, and I agree, yeah. but they have been playing a little in, bit in a rainstorm. Like and it was, it was a rainstorm. I do remember yeah. watching that. I'm going with the Chargers because they're four and two. They're coming off a bye week. They got shellacked by the Ravens, and I think they they know they got something to prove. I'm going with the Chargers because they're a way better football team. <laughs> There's that too. Um, Here's a game that nobody really cares about: the one and five Jaguars at the two and five Seahawks. I mean, just yuck and yuck. Uh, I guess the biggest thing is you got Trevor Lawrence on one side. And Geno Smith on the other side, so maybe the Jaguars can can do some damage there. The Seahawks looked really bad last week on Monday Night Football um, against the Saints. <sighs> I've been tempted to pick the Jaguars, but I'm sticking with the home team. I think that Seattle gets the dub in their home stadium. Um, Urban Meyer, they're happy after that one win, but they better be happy with that one win. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned him because you mentioned the quarterbacks on the sidelines. There's Pete Carroll on one sideline, yeah. Urban Meyer on the other. I'm going with Pete Carroll. Yeah, I, I just I think that the Seahawks will just be a more be- better prepared team. It's in a this long situation. Trip it's Urban also Meyer, yeah. 
Urban Meyer has no idea how to handle that kind of stuff. Oh man, I mean, and I mean, when you say long term, I mean Jacksonville. That's the other side. It's literally the other corner of the country, the southeast to the northwest. I mean, there's 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 east coast to west coast, and then there's literally going all the way up and all the way across the country. That's a whole another beast of a travel uh, of a trip there. All right, so we're both going Seahawks there. Washington at Denver. Uh, Washington two and five, Denver three and four. Denver's been reeling. Washington hasn't been great either. But I'm going with Taylor Heineke. I think that he's been he's been able to put on some stuff. Him and uh, Terry McLaurin can do some damage there. I think they do enough to beat the Broncos. But do you say the Broncos win at home and go to four and four? Broncos getting some guys back for this game. Jerry Judy looks like he'll be back. Mm. Uh, they're getting a little more healthy. Well, uh, we'll see about Von Miller. I'm going with. The Broncos. Oh, we got a split there. I don't do Taylor Heineke's not good. He's not good. <laughs> he's not good, but again, he gets me some points as a because I have a I have a I have a double quarterback fantasy league and he's had to step up for me several weeks with injuries. And um, he's, he's he's hanging in there. He's hanging in there. Anyways, um six and one Buccaneers at four and two Saints. Now the Saints swept the Buccaneers last year. They were their kryptonite, um, even with Drew Brees playing at, at a poor level, but the Buccaneers have been playing much better football. Uh, this time around do the saints win at home i got the buccaneers winning on the road but do you think the saints continue this odd dominance they've had over the last year over them their defense is good yes. and their defense will give uh, you know Lattimore will shut down mike evans i think this is a chris godwin week for them i think gronk is back this week uh you know if the saints had michael thomas available for this game i might pick them uh, but their receivers are junk um they just don't have they get you know that's the way to attack uh, Tampa Bay is through the air. I just don't know that the that this, the uh, Saints have the receivers to do it. Jameis Winston revenge game though. Jameis Winston revenge. I you the know I didn't even think about Jameis that. Winston. It's the it's the Jameis Winston revenge game. I didn't even think about that. So are you picking the Saints? I think the Saints keep things close, but I think Tampa wins the game. Okay, <laughs> so so it's the revenge game. Just doesn't ha- the revenge doesn't actually happen. Um, totally fair there. All right, Cowboys at Vikings. Cowboys five and one. Vikings three and three. Vikings have had some some interesting games. Then they've had some real just flops of a performances. That loss to the Browns was ugly. Um, I'm gonna pick the Cowboys. I just think they're a more complete team. I'm gonna take the Vikings coming off a bye week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we see, uh, I know Dallas is as well. Dak Prescott's a little nicked up for that game. We'll see whether he plays or not. Um, you know, I think that if you look at Dallas's defense, it's not great. They've been opportunistic. Um, you know, they've, they've, they've forced 14 turnovers. I think Kirk Cousins and company will take care of the football pretty well. I think, you know, they're going to run the, they're going to run the ball. Dalvin cook is going to have a big game. Uh, this could, this could be a, uh, an upset special here. I got the Vikings. Okay. So we got another split there. I got the Cowboys. You got the Vikings. All right. Monday night football. Now Jenna Harner and I were talking about this in the locked on Steelers podcast. She's a giants fan and she's picking the giants to win this game. I don't, <laughs> I, I, dang, dang. They'll just, just chuckles at the idea that the giants can beat the chiefs. The chiefs have not been playing good football, but I just, I can't. Look who their four losses are too. I agree. I agree. But that's they why beat up, they'll beat up on game. a bad football team. And guess what? The Giants are a bad football team. This, this is why I think they could win, they'll win this game comfortably at home. That I just don't see them falling to three and five. Like they, 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 this gets them back to four and four. You know, it doesn't solve everything. But the Giants just aren't a good football team. They have so many things wrong with them from top to bottom. They don't have the offense that can take advantage of the bad defense. That the, More that the importantly, they don't have the defense that can take advantage and, and, and limit what Kansas City does here. Um, that's the teams that they've had problems with, the teams that can – 
you know, play that umbrella zone against them and just force Mahomes to, to nickel and dime them and also get a pass rush. Leonard Williams is good, but he's one guy. I, I agree. It's, they're they're going to limit him. All right, so we're both going Chiefs there. So our split so far, um, do, 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 do we both have the Falcons, both have the Bills, both have the Niners, both have the Lions, both have the Rams. We don't uh, both have the Lions or the Niners. Shish, pick, shish. I picked the picked, Niners. You picked the Bears. Everybody heard you say, I'm taking the Bears. Yeah, and then I retracted it. Then I'm I started giving my pick. Then I, I started giving my you, pick. And then you, and you changed I, your I mind. I forgot that Khalil Mack was out. That was my fault. I forgot that. And then I said, I take it back. I'm going with the Niners there. I had a brief lapse in judgment. But I'm, I, we both... We we beat we both we both picked the Titans we both picked the Bengals and the Chargers, uh the Seahawks. Where our split started, you had the Broncos, I had Washington. We both have the Buccaneers. I have the Cowboys. You have the Vikings. So those are our splits: Jets, uh, uh, Broncos, Washington, Vikings, Cowboys. Those are the games for us to watch there. But now, finally, the big game that everyone, all the Steelers want to watch: Steelers at Browns, three and three at four and three. Dale, what's the biggest factor to this game that decides which way it's going? Turnovers. Whichever team wins the turnover battle wins this game. Um, both of these teams uh, have forced, I, th- I believe, four turnovers, and they've turned the ball over seven times themselves. Both teams are winless when they lose the turnover battle, and they win when they win the turnover battle. Uh, if they're even, they've, they've both uh, have, have won a game when they've been even. So to me, you know, whichever team can force turnovers, it, it wins this game. Um, you know, it's interesting to me, no Denzel Ward, that's yeah. huge. Yeah, it's huge. Uh, you know, Clowney and Tack McKinley, neither one of them practiced on Friday for the Browns as well. They're both listed as questionable. Um, you know, that, that Cleveland defense could be a little bit uh, less uh, toothy in this game. What was the uh, report on take... Owusu Koromoa, their, their, their linebacker? Oh, he's an IR. He's... So he's an IR, okay. Yeah. I mean, I can't. Here I am schooling you left and Listen, right about I forgot, who's in and who's I forgot out. about their rookie linebackers. Forgetting all you, yeah, I just got to remind you of all this stuff. This is why you know I'm who I am. You're who you are. This is why you never beat me <laughs> in fantasy football. This is this is this is this is why. Because I'm actually doing a job. I actually oh, pay attention oh, to you're the actually league. doing a job. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, but anyway, so you got Chris. So I'm, I'm, I'm going with the Steelers. I'm going 24, 23 Steelers. I think that the with all the problems, Baker Mayfield playing in this game gives me um gives me gives me some thoughts like man like i'm not i I, the last time i saw him playing he did not look good um i think he'll be much more of a liability for the browns i think the steelers will do everything they can to stop the run they'll be more committed to it this week coming off a bye week they're a little bit fired up um but i just i look at the matchups i think that with the problems the browns have with injuries this is the perfect opportunity for the steelers to make some plays get back out there and uh and, and cause and cause some problems um, but uh, I think that they, they they win the turnover battle and they get some late scores that put them over the top. And the Browns, they'll finish with the ball in their hands, but they won't be able to do anything with it. Steelers win a close one. What say you? Well, what did I just talk about? The turnovers. Yes. And what happens when you, you know, we, we saw in the game against the Cardinals when Mayfield got hurt. What happened when he got hit on that shoulder? He dropped the football. Yep. Um, you know, so I, I think – you know, whether it's just your natural reaction, whatever it is, if the Steelers hit Mayfield in the pocket, if they sack him with the ball in his hands, he's going to fumble the football. That's just a natural reaction because it's going to hurt. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going with the Steelers in this one. I think they win the turnover battle. I think they win this game 23-20. There you go. 
23-20, Our splits are he has the Broncos. I have Washington. Um, he has the Vikings. I have the Cowboys. Should be interesting stuff. You have the Bears. I, I, have, the I have the Niners. I don't care what you say, Dale. You had the Bears. I had the 49ers. That was yeah. the first thing out of your mouth. All right. You know what? You have the Dolphins, and I have the Bills. There you go. That, that's it. You want to start play. playing? I didn't, I didn't pick uh, the Dolphins. Uh, okay. Oh, you didn't? You, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Picked, I didn't hear Everybody it's, heard. You picked the yes, Bears. Yes, and I changed my mind, which is a very you can't change. No, you can't. You, once the game didn't kick off. Out. I can change whenever I want to change. What are you talking you about? Obviously, you just make your make it up as you go. I that's I right. don't make it up as I go. I go through this and I say, listen, when kickoff starts, that's when the that's when the pick is locked in. But we're not. No, no, starts, there's no such thing. We don't do a podcast yeah. five minutes before kickoff. You we can do a podcast you can tweet now. out. Hey, Chris, I changed my mind right before no. kickoff. Once the once the ball doesn't work like that. The pick the picks are locked in. It doesn't work like that. me. I you I, said you know it. what? You know what? I'm, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna edit this podcast and take out the words of me saying saying the Bears, and then you know, no one will ever. What did I know. say? Chris Chris Carter's a cheater. That's just that's all you need to know, right there. He he just admitted it. He just admitted it. Anyways, we got to wrap it up here on the Lolly Carter Steelers podcast. Dale, thanks for doing this show as always. Remember, you can download this show, listen to the show anywhere that podcasting is free on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere podcasting is available, as well as all the shows here on DKPittsburghSports.com. I'm Chris Carter. He's Dale Lolly. Thanks for checking us out. Stay tuned. A lot of great stuff coming your way this weekend with the Steelers-Browns game, as well as Pitt-Miami. I'll be at Heinz Field covering that. Dale, the the next day, will be at First Energy Stadium in Cleveland covering Steelers-Browns, and then I'll be on the final word with Doug Whaley and Doran Dickerson at night on channel 11 a lot of great content coming away stay tuned with us right here on dkpittsburghsports.com